Welcome to Orla's Happy Hormones Podcast. I'm Orla, your resident tree-hugging, lemon-sucking, garlic-crushing hippie. Talking all things female health and wellness. I hope you enjoy. Hey, and welcome to episode 75 of Orla's Happy Hormones Podcast. I had to think about that one there for a minute. And today is my birthday. Today I am 34. (laughs) All year I've been saying I'm calling it 33B because there is no way in hell that I was getting another year older because COVID took my year away from me. (laughs) I was very adamant about that. And for most of this year I've been saying, fuck you, COVID. And yesterday... After talking to... Yesterday was a funny day. And I'm glad I waited until today to do this episode because... Usually I do it earlier on in the week. But this week I was like, no, I'm going to wait until my last day of 33 is over and then I'll do it. And the reason being for that is because 33 is one of the most transformational years of our lives. It's a year that will push you to your very breaking point. It'll push you to your limits. It'll test you. It'll bring up all your childhood shit, all your wounds, all your traumas that you've been running from and it'll slap you right across the face. (laughs) It's a year that forces you to look at who you are as a person, why it is you do the things that you do, why it is you act the way you act, why it is is you say the things you say, why it is you have your values or lack of values even. It's a year that will forever change you if you're open and willing to look at it in that way. But yesterday, yesterday was a funny day, my last day of 33. I didn't think that I'd get more lessons within this year. I, I thought, I, th- I thought I'd hit home with most of them or with all of them really. But no, yesterday I ended up getting even more. And that was from yesterday I ended up talking to the five closest people in my life and not even planned, um, no planned conversations or no planned topic of conversations. Um, A couple of people, my sister and another friend I hadn't even, even planned on meeting. But yeah, more lights got shone on me. <laughs> And it was when I was talking to Leisha, my sister, that she was like, so are you still saying fuck you 2020? And I was like, nope, I am saying thank you 2020. It was the same, I met a friend yesterday morning and he's a friend that I meet quite a lot um, and we end up having like soul destroying conversations. It's a running joke between us. But even talking to him yesterday, a lot of stuff came up for me that Things that I've been trying to focus on, the likes of forgiveness. Forgiveness is something that I'm really working on and forgiveness of myself and forgiveness of others because I'm someone who believes that if you hold on to anger, it's like holding on to a piece of hot coal and expecting the other person to get hurt. That never works. Holding on to anger only hurts you. Now, that's not to say that anger isn't 
a very useful emotion it is and it's a valid emotion at times too anger is an emotion that has scared me to my core my entire life so much so that when I was self-harming as a teenager it was always when I get angry and I would turn all that anger in on myself this week in my therapy session I do somatic therapy work we we touched on the anger for the first time and I was shocked I was absolutely shocked and even now when I talk about it I'm getting somewhat emotional not emotional that it I'm being triggered but emotional in a grateful way I have so much gratitude <laughs> I am so grateful to my body I was sitting in the chair in therapy and we touched on anger and all of a sudden I had this overwhelming urge to cut myself. I felt it earlier on in the year and it scared me and but I got that under control and it came up again and I was like, I can't do this. I, I can't feel this anger and I wanted to get up and run and leave. And I didn't, so I said it to... Yvonne, the woman that I go to, I said, I was like, I've really got this urge to cut myself and I don't know where it's after coming from. And she's like, where? And I was like, my arm. And she was like, okay, I want you to look at your arm and just breathe and sit with it. And I did. And she said something that just blew my mind. She was like, wow, Orla, your body has really held space for you over the years. And that, that just hit me. I never looked at it that way. For years I would get angry and I would either punch a wall, like I broke a couple of knuckles in the past, I broke my wrist doing it as well. And I, so yeah, I'd either punch a wall or else I would cut myself. Like My arms were full of scars, my legs were full of scars. And I always had so much shame around that. So much shame. Whereas now I'm actually looking at my body and I'm looking at my arms and at my legs and I'm so grateful that my body was able to hold that space for me, hold that space for my anger when my emotional body couldn't, when I couldn't feel it emotionally. It had to come out in a physical way and my body held that space for me to do that and I know that sounds very strange but I had never thanked my body for that and I have never told my body how much I appreciated it I've always been hard on myself I've always been my own worst critic when it comes to my looks and everything really and actually sitting down and telling my body how much I love it and how grateful I am to it for holding me when I couldn't do it myself. It has been a very powerful thing for me this this last week and that's only in this last week. <laughs> this last year has been oh I've been in I've been in the dr the dredges, the trudges, the trenches. <laughs> I've been in the trenches, I've been in the shit and I'm not saying that in a poor me way but I'm saying it in it was unexpected 
but I've learned so much this past year. And I'm so grateful for the people who have helped me along this last year. There's been so many. I've I've been blessed with the people in my life. Between my aunts supporting me when I needed support, my friends, my family, but there's five people in particular. It's like my mom, my sister, my two besties, Comfort and Logic. <laughs> Ashley and Brian and then my different buddies the lessons I have gotten from them have been invaluable to me so to them I am truly truly grateful but this year there's been five main lessons for me and the first one was you can't skip ahead to feel your pain you just can't. Earlier on in the year, probably around March or April, I remember talking to talking to Brian and being like, I really want to go on an ayahuasca journey. Uh, I was like, there's stuff that I need to fix, there's stuff I need to heal. Uh, I think this is going to do it. But I was filled with terror at the thoughts of it that I, I pulled out. And really what it was is that I couldn't go on a journey because there was so much that I had to face first before I could ever think about going on a psychedelic journey. <laughs> there was so much in me that I wasn't even acknowledging. I I wasn't acknowledging certain things that had happened. I always say things that happen for you, not to you, but this time I'm I am going to flip it. I couldn't acknowledge certain things that happened to me and I couldn't voice them, I couldn't say them um, because I had so much shame surrounding them. There is no way in hell I could put myself through a journey of the unknown without actually looking at my core wounds. Earlier on in the year, January, I got a lot of repressed memories <laughs> that I, I wasn't expecting. I was not expecting at all. And how repressed memories work is that when you go through something traumatic, your body or your subconscious will shut it out so that you don't actually have to feel the pain as it's too much for you. The memory of it is too much to have to go into. And in January, I had a few repressed memories come come out and it threw me, it knocked me for six. I had done a lot of work on sexual healing years ago and I thought that I, that was it, I was done. I didn't have to do any more. <laughs> well, no, that's not the case, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, not unfortunately, fortunately, I was able to be in a space where I could handle these memories. I didn't feel it at the time. I didn't feel like I could handle it at the time. But looking back now, the universe only gives you what you're, what you're ready for and what you're able for. And it is true. What doesn't kill you, it does make you stronger. It's hard as hell to have to go through certain things and have to face them. But the, 
if you keep running from them, they're just going to keep showing up in different ways. So this year, one of my major lessons, no, not lessons, one of my major journeys has been sexual healing again and really focusing on healing my sacred space and holding space for myself in that. But me wanting to jump ahead to, I just want it fixed, I want it done. (laughs) It doesn't work. It's only in the last four, I think, four months with going to therapy and actually working through this and working with someone where I'm actually able to come out the other side of it. Between therapy and soul-destroying conversations and conversations with my sister and my mom and Ashley, it's... Those conversations help guide me to my answers. Well, help guide me to the questions, which then brought me to the answers. One of my biggest things this year was that I felt like I was damaged goods. I felt like I was tarnished. And I was like, what man is ever going to want me after this? And actually just facing it speaking the words out loud and acknowledging that certain things have happened changes everything you take away its power once you're hiding from it once you're running from something it has power over you it has control over you when you face it head on you take back the control it's like in Harry Potter it's like he who must not be named he has that power when people don't say his name and as McGonagall says, call him Voldemort. He's going to try and kill you anyway. So if there's anything that you feel that you're running from or anything that you feel has power over you, take your power back. Use your voice. Acknowledge certain things to yourself. It's not going to be an easy journey. <laughs> oh, it's not going to be easy. And I'm, I wish it was. <laughs> and I wish I could tell you it's easy. It's not. It's fucking shit, man. But it's worth it. It is so worth it. Because you do become so much more stronger. And you get so much awareness around yourself. The more awareness you have of yourself, the better connections you can make with people around you. Second thing was... The thing you fear the most is what will set you free. For me, it was the anger. I feared anger for so many years and I couldn't feel it. And instead of getting up and running out of that therapist's office, I sat there and I felt it. And it was okay. It wasn't destructive. I didn't explode. I didn't hurt me. I didn't hurt anyone else around me. I felt it. It was valid anger and it was okay to be angry and it was safe to be angry. For me, one of of the other biggest, big lessons for me this year, or journeys, not lesson, was to feel safe again. I haven't slept in the last four years properly because I haven't felt safe. And this year, I have finally slept straight through the night without being on edge. So feeling those emotions of anger and being unsafe 
actually letting myself feel them, sitting with them, breathing into them, really going there has made life so much easier because now I'm not running from them. I'm not hiding from them. I've taken my power back. Third lesson this year, one I was never expecting, that people come and go. They always do. It's, It's the nature of life. People will come and go. But it's not going to kill you if they leave. And you can always, always hold a special place in your heart for people. People from my past came back into my life this year and I'm so grateful that they did. I was never expecting them to come back into my life. And I got, I got so much out of it. I got closure that I thought I never needed. I also got to a place of being able to feel love, like real love for people. Now, not romantic love, platonic love. There are many different types of love. There's familial, romantic, platonic, friendship, whatever. But we can have love for people. And it's the one thing I'm really trying to do right now is like telling the people that I love that I love them. Because that's so important in life. But people will come and go. Like people from your past. They'll go. They may come back. They may not. The people you're, There's people that you're yet to even meet. Who are going to become some of the most important people of your life. I have friends. Like my real close friends have only come into my life within the last few years. One only within the last year and a half. And I'm so grateful for them. Now they may they may leave my life again. But that's the beauty of life is not never knowing how long you have with someone. And always knowing that the those people that show up in your life, they show up for a reason. They show up to either either trigger you or to teach you or to guide you. They're there for a reason acknowledge those people in your life and tell them how grateful you are for them it's basically what I'm doing right now it may hurt when people leave but people will also leave for a reason that will show you stuff too so be grateful for where you are and who you have right now and cultivate those relationships fourth thing was things happen the way they're meant to happen people may have regrets in life they may wish they did things differently I know I do with certain things but things happen for a reason things happen the way they're meant to happen to show you one areas that you're lacking in or areas that you need to work on they also happen to save you from certain things they also happen to really test you and put you into the shit to see how far you can go 
to see how strong you can be. I am someone who believes that I, I would always say that I don't have regrets. Sometimes I feel like I do have regrets, but then I remind myself, like, no, this happened the way it was meant to happen. I'm getting more from something the way it has happened. For a time last year, I regret I regretted ever being in a, a relationship with someone. Now I don't. I'm, I'm really grateful for that relationship. It showed me a lot. It taught me more in this lifetime than I'll ever learn. And I am truly grateful for that person being in my life at the time. But things always happen the way they're meant to happen. And the fifth lesson I learned this year, and I think the most important one, is to let yourself be seen. Like really seen. Let someone in. Just let people in. Let yourself be vulnerable. I've let people really see me this year. And it was the hardest thing I could do. Because I was so ashamed of who I was this year. I was so ashamed of certain things from my past. Aspects of myself. And I remember my sister telling me, the day you can tell someone this is the day that you're healed. And that hit home. And when I really opened up, when I really let people in, I remember opening up to my brother. And it changed our relationship completely. When I explained, when I told him some of the things that I had gone through, it completely changed our relationship. We have a lot more love and respect for each other now. So that has been so transformative because only about a month before that, we had a blazing argument where we may not have come back from. But we opened up to each other and we talked and we have a, a deeper understanding for each other. I have relationships, those five people closest to me in my life that I wouldn't have those relationships if I stay if I stayed closed off, if I didn't let them in. It can be scary to let people in. I know how scary it can be to let people in. But it is so worth it. And even if you open up to someone and it doesn't deepen a relationship or it doesn't deepen a connection, then that person may not meant to be in your life. And that's okay. I'm very lucky. I'm very blessed with the friendships that I have and that they are real true connections. But the only way that I got there, the only reason I have them is because I was able to let myself be vulnerable. I was finally able to open up and let people see me for who I am. 
And it was in those relationships where I learned to love myself. And it was in those relationships where I learned that I'm not damaged goods. Where my self-worth has actually gone through the roof now. When you let yourself be seen with people and when you let yourself make those connections, your life will transform. And my life has truly transformed this year thanks to those people in my life. So to all of you, not that I think any of you are going to listen, (laughs) but even just energetically putting it out there. Thank you for everything. And today I am 34. Now, I'm by no means under the impression that life is going to be completely plain sailing from here on out. But I'm looking forward to seeing what 34 brings. I said yesterday that I feel like I'm on the cusp of something. I feel like something's going to happen. Something good. There's change coming. And I'm excited. I am so excited. Just to see what the next step is. What's the next part of this journey? So I hope the lessons of my 33rd year will help you along in some way, shape or form. So for now, happy Friday and happy hormones.